Howdy, yokes! Before we get started today, we just wanted to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs can be brought to you by you. That's right. We want to we want to build this thing to be as big as it can be. More episodes, more merchandise, events, giveaways, you name it. Literally, name it. We want to do it, but we can't do it alone. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, please consider heading on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. There's also a link in the description. And consider checking out some of the great reward tiers we've set up over there, or just making a donation of any kind, anything makes a difference. We want to keep this podcast free and available for everyone. So if you have a couple bucks to spare, anything goes a long way. And we could really use your help to make this podcast the best it can possibly be. So thank you for donating and thank you even more for listening. Hi, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And we're back with another great movie from our friends over at Marvel. You're counting down movies until we get to Black Black Panther. We've already reviewed the first 15 movies in the MCU. Uh, so you can go back to listen to those episodes if you want to. They should be in this feed right above where we are right now. Or maybe below it, depending, on how, you depending on how you have your podcast ordered. Yeah, on your podcast. Which we're on all of those, except for Spotify. We don't talk about that. But that'll get you caught up on what's already happened. As well as other great movies we've done, including like Elf and Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part 3, and then some crappy movies like Polar Express. Star Wars The Last the Jedi. Part 2 and... Oh, wait, no, that was a good one. I know, but you didn't mention it. I forgot about it. I wasn't on that episode. So uh, selfish. Or or you can just dive right in with us right now, because this week's going to be super duper fun. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. Without further ado, Tyler, what did you think of Spider-Man Homecoming? I'm not even going to make a joke. This movie was so good. There's a bunch of other Spider-Man movies I could have mistaken it for. But yeah, I, but all of them are called, I, like, Spider-Man. I won't lie to you, Ethan. If I were to give you a binary review right now, I would give this one a one. I, I would have to agree. It's a very I, I, uh, watchable I have to. movie. I have to agree. Why do you have to agree? Due to a binding contract that stipulates I mentioned power rate at every grace. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie is super duper. Uh, really, really good. It was actually, it came out July 6th of 2017, which is less than a year ago, 201 days as of this recording, uh, on a budget of $175 million, dollars, uh, but it made $880.2 million, dollars, which makes it the second most profitable domestic Spider-Man movie. Domestic, ever. yeah. This is full. It did a little bit better in the whole world than spider-man one in 2002 two. did um i imagine just because like more of the world speaks english and stuff and like the, and i think like, they're the allowed to watch movies in china movies now is, yeah well are they yeah definitely oh yeah because uh power rangers did really good over there didn't it? yeah i think that was one of those ones that was like it had it's terrible here but like blew up there right so like there's a lot of factors leading to why movies just do better internationally now but it is the second best domestic spider-man yes, as far as box Tom, office goes tommy holland did a really good job and rotten tomatoes freaking loved it 92 percent critic rating 88 percent audience rating um what are our good friends 70, over at metacritic think they actually they gave it a c minus with a 73 that's a strong c minus let me tell you i re- i don't really know why we include the metacritic ratings i know i did it originally just because i was looking for something else to put in the intro but i've realized over the course of making these episodes that i don't give a flying f- what Metacritic thinks. Uh, here's my thing. Actually, believe it or not, the more we do this, the more I care about, like, like it's getting to be sort of the popular opinion among not quite top critics, but also not just, like, film fans that Rotten Tomatoes is garbage. 
Yeah. Right. Is it? That's I've I've seen that a lot in my circles, and uh, because they're like, yeah. oh, the Rotten Tomato <laughs> ratings don't mean hang crap. On. Hang on. I have a question for you. Okay. Is it maybe because the people that you talk to, and possibly even yourself, watch bad movies and like bad movies? I do like and watch bad movies. If this is included, this is a movie that I like. This is not a bad movie. Okay. Well then, I then no, I don't watch bad movies. But I mean, like, there. What are the what are the other metrics that we can rate them on? Though, is there's like, is there a better system? I think I think what what people don't like about Rotten Tomatoes is that it's a bunch of different people's opinions, and people aren't reading reviews; they're reading like a collective score, right? Because like, I don't see why this is bad. I think it's it's deceptive to people who don't realize that, like. People who don't realize that eight percent of critics gave this a less than favorable score, right? Like and a, have like, a, like an, a, a five or below, I guess. Right. Or if it's binary, a zero. Yeah. Well, okay. So this got a, on, I guess, IMDb uh, ranked this among users as a seven point five out of ten. IMDb is definitely worse than Rotten Tomatoes. Well, okay. So, but that's what I'm saying is, what do you want to use? Like, what is a better option if we're just gonna poop on Rotten Tomatoes? No, that's the thing is, I think people like I think. What the problem is about people like you and me doing this is that we are growing as film critics and we are piggybacking off of other film critics instead of just coming in here and saying this is our view. But we do that. We're just kind of like I know it is. giving you a baseline. I, I Listen, I agree with you. I'm just telling you okay. I think this is why people well, don't anyway, like it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, I want to say before just because this is a – I think this is the most recent movie that we've reviewed to come out on DVD. So it's like it's available um, Well, and digital. I guess I keep saying DVD because I'm old at this point and I still think of things coming out as DVD as being a big deal and I haven't bought a DVD in probably six years. I mean, but like, I just want to derail this for two seconds uh, and talk about like IMDb and why why it can't possibly be the metric for movies. The top 10 movies on IMDb, I think we're literally pulled out of like a freshman's dorm room. And if you think I'm wrong, listen to these top 10 movies. It could be a freshman girl or a boy. I think it's both that uh, ended up with this. Uh, but the Shawshank, Godfather Part 1 and 2, The Dark Knight, 12 Angry Men, which might be the only one. Well, Schindler's List, which I think you probably wouldn't see, but maybe. Who knows? Pulp Fiction, Return of the King, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and Fight Club. What top 10 list are you looking at? Top rated movies by IMDb users. That's changed drastically since the last time I looked at it. That's what I'm looking at right now. Hmm. Well, um, is is it possible that those are just good movies? They are good movies, but they're not the 10 best movies ever. I mean, a lot of people will tell you that The Shawshank Redemption is the best movie of all time. A lot of people listen. will also tell you that The Godfather is the best movie of all time. Like, I'm yeah, not, I'm, I'm people, missing something here. Like, when people approach me and they say The Dark Knight is the best movie of all time, or Fight Club is the best movie of all time, or Return of the King. Like, I can see arguments for Pulp Fiction. I can see arguments for The Godfather Part Two or Shawshank Redemption. I mean, I would say Fight Club over Pulp Fiction. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Okay. I, I actually agree with you there. But Fight Club, neither of those are in the top 10 movies of all time. Maybe we should do a brunch about this. I could not name the top 10 movies of all time. I'm just saying, maybe we should do a brunch about this. But for now, let's talk about the thing we're trying to talk about. And what I was saying was, uh, this episode is going to contain spoilers for Spider-Man Homecoming. So, yeah, um, big time. Yeah, so there'll be a zwoop, and after the zwoop is spoilers. Zwoop! I want to address something. I want to get yeah. I want to get something out of the way. Is it that this world is not worthy of Zendaya? No. We will never no, shut up. live Stop. up to such a Stop. gold standard Stop. of a human being? Stop. She was... Oh, it's not that good. Oh. She's she's uh, it's such a minor character in this movie. Yeah, but the fact that she's in it at all makes who cares? Her all like, why is she why is she important? Because she's MJ. So that's why. Who cares? Anyway, what I was saying is we gotta we gotta address the elephant in the room here. Okay. Okay. Michael Keaton playing a third bird. No, no. The eight years or, or yeah, eight years later thing. Oh, 
Explain it to me. People are mad about this. People are very mad about this. People need to chill. Uh, I don't know if they still are, because it's been like almost a year since this came out. Well, not almost a year, but it's been eight or nine months since this came out. But people were mad about this this thing, where it said boldly at the beginning of the movie, like after the first prologue, uh, it, eight years later. Right. And that's kind of thrown people for a loop in this imaginary timeline that they're creating in their heads. Let me tell you about the people, Ethan. They don't think about it as much as we do. No, they don't. And... What I'm going to say now, it may be a controversial opinion, it may not be. Uh, we don't know the timeline. It doesn't make sense. Even if you watch every single episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it doesn't make sense. Are people upset about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. part of the timeline? They're upset about the whole thing. And that nobody can figure out when this, the, the timing of this. Nobody. I bet we could. No, we can't. We know certain things. There are certain things that are known in that, like, Peter Quill leaves Earth in uh, in 1988, right? He's eight years old. He leaves Earth in 1988. Guardians of the Galaxy takes place 26 years later. Correct. 2014. So those are, like, known quantities. Okay? That's one of the only times that a date is listed. Okay. So, like, we know relative things, like Spider-Man happens eight years after the Battle of New York. Iron Man 3 happens six months after the Battle of New York. Thor Ragnarok happens two years after the Battle of Scovia. Uh, Doctor Strange going on at the same time as Civil War. It's like the end of Civil War. And that's really all we know. Dormammu. Yeah, it's really. I've come to bargain. It's really all we know. And and, and so what I'm going to say. is Here's what I would say. Is that uh, now that they've introduced a time-altering artifact, uh, it can be whatever it wants to be. Mm, no, I don't even think you need to go that far. I think we need to just accept the fact that this movie takes place later than people are giving it credit for. Like, it, it came out in 2016 or 2017. Yes, it did not take place in 2017. Okay. And I'll tell that. you why is because throughout this entire movie, the only other person that we see as a point of reference is Tony Stark, right? Mm -hmm. He looks older. And he is not... Wait, no, I thought he looked younger. No. I thought he also did not act like Tony Stark would have right after Civil War. No, because it's not right after Civil War. Right, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what I'm saying. It's been years. Because he's, he's, like, cooled down. He's right. like, he is also dyeing his hair a different color. Well, it can't have been year years. like Years. Th possibly three. Maybe four. No, because then, no, then Peter would have been a sixth grader in uh, Civil War. What do you mean? He's a sophomore. Four years before that, he would have been sixth grade. Uh -huh. So it really doesn't make any sense at all. I didn't think about that. Yeah, no. Peter, like, Civil War happened just before this. And Tony Stark is acting very unusual. Almost like maybe he's the real Tony Stark. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I said all this to say to say this, is that we have no idea how it works right now. And I don't think it's ever going to make sense, but Marvel is releasing an official timeline. Oh, are they? At some point, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Feige has has decided that they are releasing an official timeline and nobody knows if it was planned or not or if they just it was a knee-jerk reaction to like everybody people saying something about it. this yeah people not getting it and then being like fine we'll release a timeline all i can imagine is there's some guy in a, in a windowless room at marvel hq with like a map and like blue string and a stack of blu-rays that's like this episode of agents of shield happened on a tuesday <laughs> and this one <laughs> And that's what's going on right now. But I wanted to get that out of the way because I, I know people are going to talk about it and I don't want to dress it in the rest of the movie. Like, it, it, it is a thing. We don't... It's an unknown quantity right now. It doesn't make sense. The, the eight years later thing is really throwing people off. Well, that and, like... Yeah, I agree with you there. I think there's some weird timeline stuff with, like, all of them, though. Like, the Incredible Hulk and then, like, that happened congruent with Iron Man 2 or before it or after it. At some point, Tony agreed to be part of S.H.I.E.L.D. But then in Avengers, he looks at the footage of the Hulk and is like, whoa, who knows? Who knows? All I know is this, is that I think basically the way the Spider-Man thing worked was like, okay, we've done Spider-Man twice in the past two decades, uh, and it failed both times. So let's um, just write a script and roll with it, and if it works, great. If it doesn't work, then we'll kill him. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But, what? oh man, this movie was so good. It was Can so good. Can we just good. talk about it that really for a second? Is. Like, this movie is so good. What's, like, your favorite part? And uh, we got to do some comparisons to... 
of, of course, Toby and Andrew. Um, first things first, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is completely forgettable. Um, and I only say that because I have no idea what happened in his two movies. Uh, and I could probably pretty well describe scene for scene what happens to Tobey Maguire's. So, um, my favorite part of this whole movie is the reveal. Yeah. Like, I still get I, Yeah, I knew it was coming the whole time. You did the first time you saw no, it? No, this time. Oh, okay. I knew it was coming like... the whole time, and he still, he opens, the, Michael Keaton opens the door to Liz's house and is like, Peter. Good to meet you. Good ya. to meet you. And I'm just like, oh. I did the Chris Pratt face from <laughs> Parks and Rec. <sighs> yeah. It, 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 still, it's the best part, and it's so, so so much better than its its singular comparison in the Spider-Man universe when when Norman Osborn finds out that Peter is Spider-Man because that was such an anticlimactic moment. Peter. It's like Peter's bleeding and Norman freaks the F out. You're talking about Willem Dafoe? Yeah. They can bring him back. I'll take it. As Norman Osborn? back in William Os- Yeah. <laughs> he died. I'll take it. He died. Well, has he died yet? Y- yeah. In the MCU? No. What? Oh, in the MCU? Well, I mean, I don't, he's the first person that Peter fights in the comics. Maybe he's already dead. I don't know. We don't. That's get what I'm saying is he might here. be. But, well, I mean, wait, you know. I think, nah, I don't think so. I think that Vulture's the first, like, enemy Peter fights in the MCU. Like the big, his own solo enemy. And not Captain America, because if Captain America wanted to lay him out, he would have. It, Tony says that, but I'm pretty sure Spider-Man would win in a fight. Like a one-on-one, like a put on, I think put on suit and go realize, through rounds. I don't think you realize how strong Captain America is. I don't think you realize how much strength doesn't matter to Spider-Man, who's equally as strong. He is very strong. I don't think he's equally as strong. Yeah, but he I think has... taking that shield to the chest in his little Lycra outfit would hurt bad. Uh, maybe, but not the Iron Spider. Yeah, well, he's not the Iron Spider for most of this movie, or all of this movie. No, he's not the Iron Spider at all. But he is in Infinity War. Yeah, which is some bull. Why? Because he turns it down at the end of this movie. Yeah, but then, like, he you clearly see in the trailer, like, he's the first person to see Thanos' ship. That's true. His spider sense is tingling. But this is not this is not Ethan's entire review of the Infinity War trailer. We could do a whole brunch on that, but yeah. I just want to talk about Spider-Man. I, I want to talk about Spider-Man. I've already, re- I've already recorded it. Uh, I need to put a part in that then. That's, it's all just me. That's not true at all. That's not how frame that works. Frame by frame. Um, yeah, I, 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 stop hitting on Aunt May, for starters. Just want to put that out there. It's weird. I'll tell you, they scaled it back big They time did, but it was still one. just like, I don't know, it was weird. Weird. I don't know. Made me uncomfortable. It, yeah, it's weird. I, like, I, I actually didn't really like Aunt May in this movie nearly as much as I did as I liked her in Civil War. I mean, uh, this movie pretty much could have happened without her. And it, for the most part did. She shows up there at the end for the reveal. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Um, what was I saying? Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I. I gotta, I gotta talk about this real quick. The music in this movie. Oh, it's the first Marvel music. What do you mean? Like, have you ever watched the uh, Marvel Symphonic Universe video? No. Every Marvel movie up to now is completely forgettable in terms of music. That's not true. I mean, not like the song parts of them, like the you know Iron Man. And no, no, that's not true. I frequently stuff. find myself like when when in in the in the trailer for Infinity War when they play the Avengers theme, I'm like, this feels so familiar and nostalgic. Oh, I disagree. Really? Yeah. Oh, they played the Avengers theme. They played it Spider-Man's at the end of this theme, movie. Though, are... They played it in this. Movie and I got chills. The Avengers theme and the Spider-Man theme are known as like the only two themes in all of right. Marvel right, right now. Right. No, I agree with that. There's there's a great video about well, it. You and, should and, definitely and, check it out. And, uh, I could tell you why the theme for this movie is so great. It's Michael Giacchino. Oh uh, yeah, at the beginning when the like the orchestra comes in dun, doing dun, the like dun, old dun, school dun, Spider-Man dun, theme song, I was just like, yeah. oh, oh man, this is gonna be cool. And it's all the whole movie so well scored. 
Yeah, it super duper is. I completely agree with you. Yeah, it, it was that was a, a solid moment, solid moment. But no, I I definitely I like Sylvester's work on the Avengers theme. I think it's great. I don't have a problem. Sylvester's great. I mean, that's this is all there is to it though. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, like, it's not forgettable to me at all. Um, but this movie, I liked. There's a lot of stuff I liked. I didn't care for Liz. R- you? R- f- oh no, Liz. Never mind. I was confusing people first. I mixed them up. Yeah, I, I did mixed too. up Michelle and Liz. Just just their names, not their people. Well, Michelle, like the thing with Michelle is they do this a lot in movies where they're like, oh, this girl's not popular and she's quiet and lame because she's unattractive and like that girl's not unattractive no like no, by no she's standard. super into even, peter like right even like dressed down i'm talking about michelle yeah that's what i'm saying MJ. she is super into like, peter. even like i'm not obsessed with them dressed or down anything and, i'm just very observant right like i'm i'm not even a little bit convinced that this girl would go into any high school and be unpopular especially not in 2017 when like that is what's well, cool. i mean if you got to think about the way they formatted this high school in which like there's cliques within the de- the, the mathletes team they're not mathletes they're academic team. academic decathlon academic whatever you know what i'm saying well i mean I, clearly i don't you disrespecting legitimate high school sports and competition okay but yeah flash flash doesn't seem like he would be popular yeah, nobody would like flash again, it's like <laughs> this kid's just a bully you're bad like, you're less loud. good at being a nerd at midtown science and technology the special school for people that are smart at stuff right and peter's your ringer yeah you're not you're you're an alternate is this the movie is was this movie or civil war where he has the conversation about why he can't play football uh that's civil war where he's like i can't play football because i didn't before right yeah 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 but i mean nobody noticed like there was that scene where they were gonna go swimming like if he went swimming people would have been like oh my god peter, you are cut you are insanely in shape yeah like bro <laughs> whoa it's, and he'd just be like it's the stark internship right it's 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 the stark internship you did did you think this movie leaned a little too heavy on the uh, uh no movie? and you kept saying that when we were leading up to this just like oh the one thing i can't i felt it on is that it leans too much on tony stark i just didn't get that the I, whole time i was like this is so I cool i still feel yeah that. no not at all not at all i feel like this whole movie was like man i wish we had tony stark for more of it and instead all we could afford was john favreau and oh i I, I still feel that. No, no, I, do. I don't feel that at all because Tony is being Howard right now. Yeah. Well, Tony with daddy issues, is, he's got like a weird thing going on right here. Where he, he talks to Peter like he's done this a hundred times before with the kid thing. But he hasn't. And he realizes and he that at the end when he almost gets all of New York killed by not listening to Peter. Right, right. And so finally at the end, he's like, okay, I'm going to take a more advanced role in Peter's life and, you know, kind of bring him up here and train him and help him live with me and be an actual father instead of just the father that I had. Right. Um, And that's like, so that I, I like Tony's role in this. I like Tony as the father figure in the like awkward Howard Stark figure. Yeah, I think, do you think they could have put anybody else in that role? Like, do you think? No. Do you think it could have? No. You don't think it could have been like Captain America coaching no, him? No, because Captain or, America uh, would have coached him. Been like a good father? Yeah, we wouldn't have had problems if Captain America did it. Yeah, he would have been like, no way! Yeah, it would have just been Captain You're America 2. standing up too. for the little guy? Yeah. I am all I about am it. I am the little guy. Yeah. This is I my mean, best friend, Bucky. Right, I'm, let's play. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to have a catch, Peter? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, there would have been no issues whatsoever. There would have been no disobedience or not listening. There would have been no hiding missions from him or anything like that. There would have been, he would have been there every single step of the way. Okay. You want to talk about a complaint with this movie? I can complain. You want me to complain? Yeah, because I'm having trouble. Ned can just disable Stark's suit. I know what you're going to chalk this up to, but I think it's not the case. I know what the haters would say is that like, well, yeah, Tony made the suit so that it could be hacked. Yeah, Tony made the suit so it can be hacked. I disagree. Why? Because I, I also don't believe that him, like, turning the GPS off 
like like Karen must be run by the internet. They definitely still knew level. where Peter was. You think so? Yeah. I remember when I first watched this movie, I got much more of a vibe about him like leaving the voicemails and stuff, and it seeming like they weren't listening. This time when I watched it, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention at the right times, and that that could be on me. I'll, I'll own up to that. But this time when I watched it, it seemed like no surprise that they were hearing all of his voicemails. Was that? Did you have that experience, or was it? Was it? Did, were you like painstakingly listening to him leave an insane amount of voicemails that like never seemed to be answered? Yeah. No. I mean, I definitely thought they weren't getting answered until Happy was like, "I listened to all of them. You dumb." Right. Like, I hear what you're saying. I just don't care. I don't think they don't care. I think you think it's not a priority. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not a priority because all he does is get churros and steal people's cars from them. Where's Matt Murdock doing all of this? Harlem. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, do you want the official answer from the timeline? I do. <laughs> He's uh, sort of involved. Really? I mean, he's like, this like, Daredevil season one is happening like at the same time. Kingpin is doing his Allegedly, thing. Allegedly, well. yeah. I think Kingpin would have really benefited from those weapons. I mean, you can, you can read that, um, I'll post it just for people who want to read it, but I did find a pretty comprehensive list that I 100% disagree with, but it is very detailed of what is going on at each time. It goes like day by day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and it's just, and, and it, but it, but it does involve every single episode of, or not every single episode, but it involves every plot point of all the, Netflix series and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter. Did you watch Iron Fist? Not yet. I've heard it was bad. I will be really honest with you guys, listeners. Uh, I can't make it past Jessica Jones. I it's can't so either, bad. I like. I can't. I wish I, don't, I could. I don't get it. I don't get the hype. So I haven't watched Luke Cage. I haven't watched um, Iron Fist. I haven't watched Defenders. I haven't watched Punisher. I saw season two of Daredevil. I didn't because I haven't. <laughs> all I've watched is season one of Daredevil. Season two is really good. Season one is really good. But season two is also really good. Yeah. But so all that's going on at the same time, allegedly. Jessica Jones takes place before Daredevil. Apparently, Iron Man one uh, happened that's... in two thousand eight. 2008, 2010. Shows. No, Iron Man 1 happened in 08. Not according to, to this list, but it's the most complete timeline I could find. Interesting. Yeah, but anyway, um, what I want to say, I had something to talk about. Something to talk about. So what did you think of, because this, this movie de- deals a lot more with, like, high school kids than the rest of them have. They've all been about, like, adults, pretty much, except Harley. Who? Harley, from Iron Man 3. Oh, oh, the, the kid. kid. I thought you were, like, dropping a Suicide Squad reference in there. I was like... No, not Harley Quinn, that's she's, DC. She's an adult. I know. <laughs> She's an adult. I hope she's an adult. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, uh, what do you want to know? Yeah, this deals with kids. What do you? What, yeah, I don't know. What do you? What, how do you think? What, what? What did you think about that whole thing? Like all the all the uh, high school kids. I think there was a dramatic shift in what high school was like that they didn't quite understand what it was like when you and I were in high school. And maybe this is like because I feel like when you and I were in high school, we watch movies about high school, like contemporary ones i was like mm, not quite that's a little bit antiquated still. yeah and then now when i watch movies about high school i'm like that's closer but way further than we were yeah like i and, and maybe it happened other places and maybe we just weren't popular enough but i don't think that was it but like parties like she had didn't happen at our high school no i remember this is the true story about parties for ethan and i in high school is they were at our friend's house uh who i guess should remain nameless i don't know and his mom would come downstairs and say i counted the beers in the fridge i know if you're drinking and and we would say, why? Yeah, we're not drinking. Because like it was like it didn't even cross our mind to drink the beer in the in the like, grown Right, and there was, there was no was a different fridge outside that had soda. There in was it. no <laughs> yeah, it had Mountain Dew Game Fuel. Like it had Game Fuel and it had Dr Pepper right. and it had like like maybe we were lame kids. And I know we were lame kids because I know plenty of people that drank a lot in high school. But like it wasn't, and it was a thing in our high school. People did drink, and like I remember getting invited to parties and just being like, oh, no, thank you. And then and there was no peer pressure or anything. There was no like, oh, you should go to this party or you're a pussy. It was just like, oh, okay, cool. See you on Monday. Yeah, see you in uh, pre-cal. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know, like parties like they had at Liz's house did not exist for us, uh, at least 
not to my knowledge. I could be wrong. Um, well, if I feel like we would have been the flash of that party, right? Yeah, and, we're like uh, nobody we, we were not likes us. No, but that's the thing is like I did get invited to those parties. I just didn't go. You did? I did not. Yeah, I, I, there was there were several times I got invited. You were there for one of them. Me getting really? me getting invited to one of those parties. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I got invited to. I think the craziest thing I got invited to was I got invited to Young Life, like personally <laughs> by one of like the the popular girls. That that is the opposite of a party. I know, but that was like the close. Well, I mean, Young Life at our high school, at least from my perspective. I don't think it was actually like this, but from my perspective, it was like a party where everybody was drinking and having a good time. And I think it was actually just people going and playing fun games. Yeah. And I just wasn't invited. Uh, but no, um, I'll, I'll recount the story of the party we got invited to uh, after this. All I know is that we we went to band camp. It was at, like at the high school and people would always be like, oh, this one time at band camp. And we would have those stories, but they would be like not full of like drugs and alcohol. They would be like this one time at band camp, we played Big Booty at the pool. Right. And, uh, splash night. Splash night at the, at the pool. Man, we weren't and cool. I'm we were realizing, not, cool. not realizing this, but I'm just remembering how not cool we were. Uh, I mean, I remember one of my like crowning achievements as a high schooler was winning a spree decor for jazz band. Right. Uh, that was like, I can't believe I did it. This is such a big deal. Right. And like, well, the thing was, is we got to college and then by the time we were like older in college, we were throwing huge parties and it was just exhausting. It was exhausting. It was fun. It was fun, it was but fun. it was like stressful and like the house was a wreck afterward. <laughs> Yeah, but we we always got pretty good help cleaning them yeah. up. No, I'm just saying, like it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like it was all like just happy go lucky experiences. Well, we also we put some people in the I hospital. Mean, just to, like just we did. Yeah, just to just to give you people credit, Ethan and I built a, a party empire when we were in college. We never got like too out of control that we couldn't handle things and like end it if we needed it to. Like it was never like couches on fire or anything like that. No, but our first college party that we threw, Ethan and I together, ended with like eight people playing spin the bottle, and our last college party. That we threw ended and with us ended putting with people in the hospital. Right. I mean, we weren't. I don't remember this. Is there a better way to say that? It doesn't sound like we had dangerous parties. No, it was just some people drink too much at parties. It happens to everybody, and we put we put in the hospital. She went to the hospital. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to Spider Man. What I was saying is like we were not involved in those parties um, at all. So like, I, yeah, I don't know if they necessarily got high school right. And like, you know, I don't think that kids like Flash are really a common occurrence anymore, especially at like smart kid schools no i feel like they're all just friends yeah like if you're gonna bully somebody i actually saw the funniest thing the other day it was a college humor video and it was like if if uh doc and marty actually went to the proper 2015 and like they show up and and griff is like if i was gonna bully you i'd do it online from the safety of my own home but <laughs> that's the the state of it these days is like a lot of at least from my experience a lot of the like face-to-face bullying is not what you see anymore. right it's not people getting up into the face and be like you're a so-and-so you're a butthead yeah. uh but also butthead like you just fly. wouldn't and I, I know i keep coming back to this but like you wouldn't bully other kids on the academic decathlon team there are like 10 of you and you that's won true. nationals okay. like <laughs> you're the smartest kids in the ever country. he's also like the smartest one of the smartest kids ever. right and he's not like he's not particularly ugly or particularly geeky he's like cut He's like normal, cool dude. Yeah. He, he doesn't have an Audi. Uh, this he is, does not this have an Audi TT. Of, that's yeah. his dad's. Yeah. A little bit of poor shaming here, but... Uh, that's, a, that's a common theme in Spider-Man, though. Yeah. Is that like... All of his friends have right. It's like Harry Osborn was rich AF. Well, that's because it's New York, man. How on earth are you even affording to live in Queens? I because they weren't actually poor. Oh, what does Aunt May do? I guess Uncle Ben probably had quite the the life insurance policy through New York Life. Probably today's episode is probably <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Speaking of Uncle Ben, speaking of Uncle Ben, I was so happy that we did not have to watch Uncle Ben die again. Yeah, that was good. We also, he just brushes on the spider itself. He's like, I was bitten by a spider. Spider's dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. and that was great. I liked that. The fact that we didn't need a whole huge origin story. We still got enough of like Spider-Man truly coming into his own as Spider-Man. And like, he still, still you learned know- to use the suit, but it's not like, uh, oh, there's a classic, you know, Peter can't use the webs all of a sudden and falls on his face. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you, do you remember Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire? Yeah. What's the theme of that movie? Uh, um, Spider-Man can't do Spider-Man anymore. Yeah, until he has to again. Right. Well, this movie's great for a great reason. And my brother always points this out. You may have met Jonathan before. My brother always points this out. And in this movie, like it, in this series, it would make zero sense to have that plot line where like Peter doesn't know that he's Spider-Man anymore or can't believe in himself as Spider-Man anymore. Because every single opportunity in this movie for him to be Spider-Man or to be Peter Parker, even if it would way benefit him him to be peter parker like not put himself in danger's way and be on a date with the girl that he likes you know and not piss off her dad he always picks spider-man right and that's why i like tom holland spider-man better than peter parker spider-man even if it's just from a scripting perspective is that peter parker spider-man would have walked away toby mcguire yeah, toby mcguire spider-man would have walked away you think yeah so? when Fulcher put the gun on him he'd have been like yep all right i'm a little b- <laughs> raindrops cool. keep falling on my head I think we should do the Spider-Man series. No. I like it. No. Spider-Man I have two. one good thing to say about the Spider-Man series. Two good things to say about the Spider-Man series, and both of those are the villains. Are they James Franco? No. It's Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina. Is that Sandman? No. Who's Alfred Molina? Doc Ock. Oh, dude, he's so good. Yeah. Those movies yeah, revolved he... around their villains. The first two Peter Potter, Peter, uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man revolved around their villains. Yeah. Because so Dark Knight, he was the a best movie weak ever. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, he was. What do you think of building falling on Spider-Man's head? That had to hurt. Right? And that, that was the first time that, like, Peter looked hurt. Yeah, Peter. He got hurt by, by uh, the, the fight in Civil War. No, but he was, like. He was outmatched. He was hurt, hurt. Yeah, he, he was, was, like, like weeping. Yeah, he put on some chops, some acting yeah. chops. And that's, that, that was the point I was making about all this. Is like I think that a lot of the actors that were either teenagers or playing teenagers did really well at this. Yeah. Well, and his thing is, like, you know, he's young. He's worked on this his whole life to be a great actor, and I'll give him credit where credit is due. Uh, but he's a kid. He's a young, he's younger than you and me. Yeah, barely. He's two, I mean, he's, he's, he's almost 22. That's way younger. That's than not us. way younger than us. Um, but what I was saying is, yeah, so, so Tom Holland, Thomas Stanley Holland, uh, born 1st of June, 1996. All right. You saying it like that? Because that's how the book That is how it. it's written on this Wikipedia page. 1 June, 96. That's, that's wrong. June 1st. He is three months older than, exactly three months older than Zendaya. Really? And she was born September 1st, 1996. <sighs> this world doesn't deserve Zendaya. She looks older than him. Yeah, I would have thought yeah. she was considerably older. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he he plays a very good 15-year-old considering the fact that he's not 15. Well, yeah, but he's way closer to 15 than Tobey Maguire looked. Tobey Maguire was also, like, college student Spider-Man. In the third one, he was a high schooler at some point. For, like, part of the first one. And the second no. one. No. Second one, he was at... He's taking pictures... Second one, he's at Columbia. That's where he meets Dr. Connors. Oh, yeah, but he's, he's taking pictures for the, the high school gazette. In the second one? In the first one, when he gets bit by the spider. Yeah, I think he, I don't know. Maybe that one takes place in high school. But the second one is is college. So he's like a senior or whatever. What do you think of Gary Oldman playing J. Jonah Jameson? What? Well, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed. Uh, I was like, did I miss something? No, 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 no. Okay, so here's here's why I say that. Because Gary Oldman was like, I want in. I want in. I see oh, this thing you got. Let me tell you, I love YouTube Spider-Man. Huh? The, the, the fact that he's not he's not Spider-Man from the newspaper. He's Spider-Man from YouTube. Oh, from the YouTubes. Yeah. They're like, yo, you're the spider guy from YouTube. And he goes, is Spider-Man actually? Thanks. <laughs> 
But no, like Tom Holland delivers just perfectly delivers the degree of both awkwardness and confidence at the same time. What do you think of his scene with Gambino? Oh, I loved it. I love the whole thing. I love every scene he's in. I love every scene Tom Holland is in as Spider Man. Yeah, I don't think he messes it up no, at all. I don't I can't I can't find a flaw with his performance at all. I, I have a hard time complaining about this movie whatsoever. But I cannot find a flaw with Tom Holland's performance as Spider Man. I mean if you if you want to point one out, go for it. But I, I don't I, I don't mean, have one off the top of my head. Do you like Ned? I don't, I mean, I don't really have an issue with Ned. You know Ned's a villain. Is he? Yeah. Ned the character? Yeah, no, I have no idea. I don't read the comic oh. books. So he's not a villain canon, in canon yet. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Hobgoblin's who Ned What? Is. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that uh, Harry Osborn? No, that's a different goblin. Oh, well. So, do you think, do you think Liz is going to come back as like an, no. like an angry, brooding, you killed my father? kind of character like like james franco did maybe i kind of forgot he did that uh no no i don't or like or like harry osborne in spider in the amazing spider-man 2 was he not the hobgoblin in amazing spider-man 2 no he's just the second green goblin or new goblin huh. i'm looking it up right huh. now like as we speak so you think they're gonna bring ned in as the hobgoblin <coughs> i think they might but hobgoblin looks like he would be played by a very much lankier yeah friend. not a not a thick boy yeah, no thick i mean boy. i think they're just i like ned he's the guy in the chair yeah, guy in the chair. For for those of you that watch Arrow, all I could see whenever he said that was Felicity Smoke. I know you don't watch those. It's nothing there. Nope. But, um, nope. I got ten season or ten episodes into season one, and that is plenty of time. It should have gotten good by then. Oh man, I'll tell you what. If anybody out there wants to watch Arrow with me, like just just guilty pleasure themselves into watching that show all the time with me, I can be all about it. I'm just it. saying. I'm only like through two seasons, so we can we can start whenever you'd like. I can start over. I'm just saying. You I've told to people that. this, and I've been like, yo, I didn't really like Arrow. I watched the first ten episodes. Like, yo, you gotta watch past that. It gets good after that. I'm like, it shouldn't be on TV then. I mean, it's on. Yeah, but CW. like, it shouldn't it's... be allowed to be on TV after that. Like, if you can't come up with ten good episodes. I love the first 10 episodes, believe it or mm, not. Boo. Boo. I like it when he's still killing Weak people. Weak performance. Well, I mean, they're definitely not great yeah. actors. That's or writers, sure. or directors, or cinematographers. Yeah, but it's just so fun. It's like watching a comic book. I don't think it's fun at all. Comic books, if you recall, from you and I's soiree into the comic book world, are just not that interesting of yeah. stories. They're also very short. Yeah, who'd have thunk so, it? So, I... <clears throat> This movie is everything, to me, it's everything Ant-Man almost was. I'll agree with that. Is like, it took pretty much the same formula as Ant-Man. And like, it is still an origin story of the character. We get a lot of character development from that person. And there is stuff that went on behind and, the scenes. But like, it's just and you can so see much that if it And you can see that if it didn't work out, they could have just killed him. Right. They could have easily just had him die in a plane crash. Right. Well, I don't think they would have done that. I think that he would have been killed by Thanos. Immediately. I, and, and as soon as Infinity War starts. Right. I don't think that he will now. No. No. No, no. He'll be the one standing among the ruins. I'm pretty sure that's going to be uh, Tony Stark. So this movie to me felt like the first movie of like the new Avengers. Instead of Ant-Man? Yeah. Well, it's like Ant-Man still was tied into like, it was phase two, everything like that. It was the end of phase two. It still had like a, like a kind of, kind of phase two vibe to it. I mean, if you were a Marvel exec and you're just talking ticket volume characters, Ant-Man is a very similar move to Iron Man to introduce a new series of characters. It's kind of like a tier tier two tier three kind of character right. gonna have some niche following but ant-man's and... not the kind of guy you build a team around no he's not like, he's not your, they're he's not your number that. one draft pick no spider-man's your number one draft pick right but so is captain america i think like if you're gonna draw the parallels from the first introduction of characters to this introduction of characters iron man and ant-man were similar picks captain america and spider-man were similar picks the guardians and thor were similar picks 
Maybe. I don't know. I think you're disrespecting Iron Man here as a character. No, I'm, I'm saying if you're a Marvel exec, if you're Kevin Feige in 2007, Iron Man is not a famous Marvel character. Yes, he is. To the general public? No, he he's didn't. not. No. Iron Man's stock became a thing after that. I don't know. He was like, he was not somebody. Maybe I'm misremembering. I know there's going to be some. But no, when they said they're going to make a movie about Iron Man, it was like, who? Who the crap is Iron Man? And they're like, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in it. And people are like, the drug guy? What? I almost want to go back and find like a New York Times article from 2007 about the announce of Iron Man, but I bet they wouldn't have even wrote it because that was before the superhero revolution. Right, right. I don't know. I just didn't think Captain America was that much more of an important figure in, in particularly my life. Maybe in the 40s when propaganda was a thing, but... Yeah, but I think he was like... Like, it, Marvel had, what, Spider-Man at that point? Yeah. As like its big ticket Daredevil. character? No, Daredevil wasn't a big ticket yes, character. Yes, it was. It was Ben Affleck. Yeah, before he was Ben Affleck. No, he was Ben Affleck. Yeah, you're right. I'll give you that one. They had won an Oscar for Good Will Hunting. What a weird little troop of friends. Yeah, so like, it's it was the thing. Ben Affleck was a thing. Daredevil was a big deal. Hellboy. Hellboy. They're making a new Hellboy. Uh, the Punisher. Elektra. The X-Men. X-Men. That was what Marvel had. Yeah, they had Spider-Man. And all those guys. Captain America. Yeah. Captain America was the same way. Right. Captain but I mean, America you, was more of a me, B-lister than Hulk. Oh, Hulk. Um, so it was Dark days. Thor, Hulk. Dark days. Yeah, man. Pre-MCU. Dark days. Yeah. Electra. Most of those movies blew. Ghost Rider. Oh, Ghost Rider. People people give Ghost Rider a bad, bad name. It's not very good. Ghost Rider wasn't that it's bad. It's pretty bad. Have you watched it recently? No, it's bad. I no, saw it not that long ago. To. It's pretty bad. Did you watch it like on FX? Yeah. Like a DVD on TV thing where they told me all about Ghost Rider. Dude, they love the, yeah. that one. Um, But yeah, no, so like... Captain America's a B-list guy, at least in, in my opinion, because I'm not a, a grizzled war veteran. I don't know. I just feel like if you're talking about, like, comic book characters you've heard of in 2007, I think you're more likely to get somebody to say Superman, Batman, and Captain America than Superman, Batman, and Iron Man. Yeah, but I think you're equally unlikely to say either of those sentences. You think they just say Superman and Batman? Yeah, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. Spider Superman, Batman, Wolverine. The X-Men. Yeah. Cyclops. Gambit. Yeah. Uh, Nightcrawler. Storm, Mystique, Jean Grey. Yeah. Who doesn't get a code name? Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. What are you talking about? Jean Grey is like the Phoenix or whatever. Go watch the first three X-Men again. She's Jean Grey the whole time. Oh, Sorry yeah, to break movies. it to you. In the movies. Yeah, yeah again, that's she's... what we're talking about. You don't read comic what? books. Sure. No, do. you don't. You've read four. I watched you read four comic books one time. I own comic books. Did you know? No. Oh, I own two volumes of... Uh, Nightwing, and I own a few volumes of Deadpool and some Captain America comics. This is recent. Within since I've moved to this house. Yeah, that's recent. Okay. Anyway, you're you're just you 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 Phoenix. You've done this. Phoenix is her name. You have done this <laughs> in the past couple episodes where you've presented it like you have some kind of inside knowledge that like everybody has except me because you're a Mr. Comic Book Guy. Mm. Okay, well, I don't want it to present it that way. I want, I'm want i trying to teach you, and I'm a bad yeah, teacher. Yeah, you're not doing a very good job of teaching. You're doing a very good job of being pretentious. Well, listen, Ethan. It's called condescending. It means talking down to people, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that from? I don't know, but that's one of my favorite lines. Oh, God. It means talking down to people. <laughs> yeah, no, but like... You, and, and anyway, I don't care about the comic books. Like I don't, I don't know I do. that they're irrelevant. They I think here's canon. what I think is fun. This is a this is a no, movie. Not, this is not, not a Marvel MCU. podcast. This is a movie review podcast. We are talking about I the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, which has the word cinematic in it. It's not the Marvel comic book universe. Here's what I like about the comics, Ethan. I I, I don't want 
to harp on it too much because I'm, I would say 85% on your side here. I agree with you. This is the cinematic universe, but I think that there is some added value to the history of the characters. Now, I, I agree with you that the history of those characters doesn't matter, but I think it is interesting just as a fan and as a, a human being to learn more about the source. No, material. I'll 100% agree with that, but I don't think it should be used for prediction. Oh, I think that's how I don't think so. Sure. I don't think so. That dude's a villain. Big time. That dude is going to be Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no. Dude, he's such time. an innocent character. He wears the fedora. I didn't even, I didn't even trust Hold Ned on. in this movie. Sidebar about that. Nobody would like that hat. Nobody would think Ned is cool in that hat. Not even Aunt May. No. Well, she like, might. She, he walks into the party and Liz is like, yo, Ned, cool hat. And I'm like, Liz, no. You would not think that. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. No, she wouldn't think it was cool. I think, but I mean, I remember like in high school when I wore a fedora, my friend's parents would be like, ooh, cool hat. You wore too many fedoras in high school. I owned one. You owned more than one. Maybe. I can only think of one. It was white. Oh, I had to have like a straw one? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Because there's a picture of you. Which one are you wearing in the picture with the life jackets? I don't know. Life jackets. Isn't there a picture with you with like four life jackets and a fedora on? I, oh. I don't know anything about I think this. It is. I seem to remember there being this. Um, so, so, uh, what was I trying to say? Oh, we haven't talked at all about the villain in this one. Oh, you talking about? <laughs> we haven't uh, said a word about uh, about. Batman? Holy rusted metal. No, Batman. Vulture? Michael Keaton literally Michael Keaton? fulfilled the Chris Nolan prophecy in the, like, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself yeah. become a villain. Yeah, I, I think there's some value to be added to Chris Nolan saying that. I think that that's, uh, like, the... I think that's almost a smack in the face to, like, the whole superhero genre is, like, it's just what happens with all Michael of them. Michael Keaton in this movie crushed it. Correct. Crushed. Oh, there it. was plenty of great, plenty of great performance in this in this movie. There was one. Actually, I don't know if I think he did better than Tom Holland, but there was definitely a performance that stood out. Okay, what is that? Oh, Michael Keaton. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. His whole performance. yeah, no, he crushed it. The way that he talks to him is like. To anybody who's young and remembers being spoken to that way, that like you're dealing with things you don't understand. This is a grown-up issue. It's like when you know you go and you you're explaining your creative venture, like your podcast, to somebody, and they're like, and like they just don't get it. Well, and that's that's the characteristic of a Spider-Man villain. Right. Is it like they're adults and Peter's a kid? So it's right. like when Isn't when like Tony Stark's going up against his villains or Cap's going up against his villains, he's up. They're up against other adults, and they get. They get almost respected because of it. Peter gets no respect, none. Like Correct. he is he, to the to his villains, and this is consistent across all six Spider-Man movies. He is a kid with toys. Correct. Like, oh, you can shoot webs. That's cute. Right, and that's even like kind of how Tony sees him. You know, so he's got to prove yeah. himself to the Avengers, but he's also got to prove himself to like his to his villain. villains to to make himself seem like a viable threat. Correct. But and like and even Donald Glover, who's like a young person, is like is he a, he wants to like help does him. Does he out. have a does he a villain? Does he have a name? Donald Glover. Yeah. Like, is he a person? Because, like, they even got they even got Shocker so. in here. Shocker is in here, and I, I don't think we're ever going to see any relevant, uh, like, follow-up from that. Yeah, no, but that's, like, a like a B-list Spider-Man villain. Yeah, but, I mean, you like, so was Shocker in uh, The Incredible Spider-Man, or Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's, I just think it's cool they brought other Spider-Man villains in. Right, but in that movie, it was Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah, okay, he was, like, the main villain. Yeah, Aaron Davis, let me find out. We should have done this research beforehand, I'll be honest. But, like, I just remember playing, like, the Spider-Man video games for, like, like old systems, and there was, like, a part where you had to beat Shocker, and he was, like, the third villain. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. So, I just, that was, uh, that was cool. I guess I didn't catch on to Jamie Foxx being Shocker. I guess that's who he was. He was, like, I don't know, Discount Dr. Manhattan. Who the hell is Dr. Manhattan? He's a big blue guy from Watchmen. I've never seen Watchmen. Uh, never in my life. So, Aaron Davis is the uncle of Miles Morales, and is, uh, who is Spider-Man in... 
different universes, um, and is the Prowler. Gotcha. Okay, so Aaron Davis, they picked Donald Glover to be Michael or Mar- Mar- Miles Morales' uncle. Correct. Also, Jamie Foxx uh, was Electro. Oh. Well that- yeah, he was Electro. Max Dillon. And uh, Mahershala Ali is playing Aaron Davis in the uh, new Spider-Man movie. And Shami Kamor is Miles Morales. What new Spider-Man movie? Into the Spider-Verse, the, the really, really pretty looking anime. Oh, don't care. It's like it'd be in Don't the care. I'm so, I'm so surprised that you don't care. It looks okay, so Okay, that's good. great. It's not part of MCU. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but you so? said the new Spider-Man movie. As in like... Oh, as far as the MCU Untitled goes, Spider-Man yeah, matter, Homecoming but... sequel is what it's currently called, but that's a confirmed movie. Is Tom Holland confirmed in it? I would guess. I would hope so. He's like 21. I'm sure they've got him locked down for life. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, do you want to be Captain America? Awesome. Sign your life away to Disney. No. Thanks. I was thinking, I was actually looking at, um, I noticed this today. Almost all the movies I watch are Disney's, turns out. Yeah, because Disney uh, owns everything now. Correct. Yeah, like there's like a statistic that just came out. They were like, Disney is the first uh, movie studio in history to con- to gross like $7 billion in three consecutive years. I'm like, yeah, no shit. They own Star Wars and Marvel and Disney and Sony and Fox. I would hope they do that. Yeah, like, they, there's no reason they shouldn't. They make everything. They're good at it, too. That's the thing. It's like, you want to be mad at them, but they're just so good at it. Yeah, they've made very good Marvel movies since they took over. They've made very good Star Wars movies since they took over. I have no problems with this. I don't want to see another freaking x-men reboot yeah you're not gonna you're gonna you're not gonna uh, get your dream come true there it's gonna be part of the mcu here in like a hope minute. not you know what they were given is they were like i don't know how to end infinity or what to do after that and then marvel and fox were like you know what here is a whole bunch of really valuable characters that people already love so you can kill off as many as you want if people want out of their contracts or whatever just boom <laughs> now check this out cyclops <laughs> infinity war part two everyone dies <laughs> right. Ah, oh, crap. Right, no, that, re- as I was it. saying like earlier, we were, we were talking about this, and like, like yes, Ant-Man is not the kind of guy you build the team around. Neither is Falcon. I, like Sp- I mean, Spider-Man you can build the team around, but he's definitely not going to be the leader. No, I don't think he's going to be the leader, but he's, as far as like, like what do you think about people that get their, that continue to get their own movies? Well, I mean, you got to think, the first four, yeah, the whole of the first four, with the exception maybe of Hulk, can all be the leader moving yeah. forward. Like any one of them, like they all have insane leadership yeah. quality, in- including even like Romanoff and uh, Hawkeye. No, I know. I'll tell you straight up who the new leader's gonna be. Whomst? Black Panther. Oh, I disagree. Yeah, think? No, I think it'll be Thor. Nah. Nah, Thor's a lone gun. Nope, nope. He's about to be very invested in Midgard. Maybe. Because, you know, his world got blown No, true. Up. But, like, I don't know if he's gonna be the leader <laughs> of the new Avengers. I think, I think we're gonna see more Thor. I hope so. I hope Thor gets... A whole nother trilogy. Yeah, I think they were like, oh, wow, this is how you can do Thor. Okay. But well. I, what, what I'm hoping is that, A, I'm, I'm hoping Black Panther is good. B, I'm hoping that Ant-Man and the Wasp goes well. Uh, and I think it was kind of stupid uh, announcing Ant-Man and the Wasp before Infinity War happened. I hate that they announced movies so far out. Well, I, I wasn't worried about Scott No, Lane but I want to be worried about it. That's the thing is I don't... No, I, I'm actually more worried about the big ticket characters than I am well, Scott Well, that's what I'm, tra- the... I'm trying to say, buddy. That's what I'm trying okay, to finish my point. sentence with is that I, I really sincerely hope that both Tony Stark and Captain America do not make it out of the Infinity movies, Infinity War movies alive. I think you're, uh... I think I'm probably only going to get one or the other, but... Well, you might get both. I don't know. I, what I, I don't want is... Who have... They, here's the problem. is who have they killed so far? Who is that? Quicksilver. Quicksilver, Agent Coulson, 
and uh, Mary Poppins. Oh, Yondu? Yondu. Yeah, I don't That's really want to see another Guardians movie. I know there is going to be one, and I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we'll get all of them. I don't really want to see another Guardians think, movie. Uh, they can live, though, but like, I really don't want Captain America 4 or Iron Man 4. I think they've given up on Iron Man solo films. I think they were like, oh, we did it perfectly, and now we're now we're done. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want Civil War 2. Civil War was an Avengers movie minus two Avengers. Correct. That, that was not... Yeah, was that's not a Captain America. Thor and... It was Missing Thor and Hulk. That was not a Captain America movie. I know. I mean, they threw in that Captain America part right at the end, but that no, was... No, for it. sure. But, like, I, I don't... I don't... I don't want another Captain America air quote film. I don't want another Iron Man film. Like, let... Uh, let there be more heroes. Get give me give me more Ant Man. I guess I'll take more Ant Man. Give me give me a Sam Wilson as Captain America movie. Here's here's I just I know we're derailed a little bit, but I think at the end of the day, what we're saying is uh, Spider Man is very good. Uh, everybody was very good. Spider awesome. Spider Man is a is a cornerstone around which you can build a new MCU post you know post Tony Stark post Steve Rogers. I agree. Um, here's my thing about Ant-Man. I just want to say this real quick. Is like, since time has passed since we talked about it, Ant-Man is one of my favorite movies, not because of the story. Like, almost as storytelling, it's just not the best, but as, like, a collection of scenes that I really, really like. Yeah, it's a cool movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's extremely quotable. It's very funny. But, like, just when you sit down and watch it, you're like, well, this is... Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, the villain kind of sucks. There's right. not really a whole Darren lot Cross. of conflict there. Right. Uh, it's got too many bugs. Yeah, I don't know why they yeah. Yeah, like, I'm glad that they didn't go with that. When, when when Ned was like, Peter, can you summon an army of spiders? Peter's like, no. I was like, thank you. Yeah, I think that they were, like, debating that. And then they were like, what what people thought about the I guarantee you there was I'm a assuming. strong, not majority, but a strong vocal minority of people that were like, I don't want more bugs. Right. They're like, <laughs> bugs I'm not going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp if there's wasps. <laughs> I'm not oh, going to bring man. my kids to see a movie about giant wasps. Seeing Honey, I Shrunk Because you, you know what kids don't need to be afraid of is, like, supervillains. Because they're not real. They don't happen. There are are no supervillains in real life. You know what there are in real life? Wasps. Well, the wasp is not the villain. You're aware of that. Doesn't right? matter if there's giant wasps. Kids should be afraid of. PSA. Children, if there are any of you out there currently listening to Bacon and Eggs, I would like to give you a subtle piece of advice from my past life. If you see a wasp at any point in your life, run. Just, Just run. run away. Especially if you throw up on one. <laughs> ben. Looking at you, That's Benjamin. That's a yellow jacket. Whatever. I've seen a lot of yellow jackets in my life. Yeah, just run. I don't. I like. I can imagine being a child watching Ant Man and the Wasp, and they're just being giant wasps, and me being terrified. When I was when I was nine years old, I went to see Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers in uh, theaters, and there was a gigantic spider. Aragog. Yeah, Aragog. Maybe it was in Return of the you King. You know what's horrifying? I don't remember which one. It was either the end of two or the beginning of three. Like, they kind of run <laughs> together. I can't remember. But either way, I saw those or movies both. in theaters a bunch, and I left the theater every time. I would walk outside of the theater and then come back in like five minutes later because I was terrified of the have, giant spider. I only have one real recollection of walking out of the theater, and I think you were there with me. It was during uh, I Am Legend when he when the dog runs into the building. I was like, yeah, this is not a scene I want to be a Did part of. Did you get up of. and walk out? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. I stayed there for that. But what do you, uh, Real quick derailment. Alternate ending or original ending for that movie? Original ending. Where he yes. dies? Jesus Christ, Yeah, yes. I'm with you. What movie did you talk about recently where you were like, I don't like it because he loses? I don't know. Oh, uh, that is one thing that Hollywood's written out too much. It's a good loss. Good L. Some movies don't need to be wrapped up all nice and cute. Just saying. I don't know. I feel like when they make a sports movie about this team, like a true story about a team that overcame adversity and all this stuff, it's like, yeah, but then Marshall lost 10 games in a row. Yeah. You know, it's not like, like, yeah, it's an incredible story that they were able to get the team back together and Matthew McConaughey and Jack, uh, Jack. Yeah, but like, Matthew but Fox like Friday were, Night were Lights. all in on it. You remember that movie? Did they no. win at the end? They didn't win in Marshall Oh, God, either. it was just. They lost 10 games in a row. heartbreaking. Yeah, but they get to like the state finals and lose. 
Now, remember the Titans. Like it's just they had to fictionalize it's just like it's a the big, other teams being it's like good. It's a big long touchdown play, and at the end of it, he just drops it, mm. and they lost. And I was like, you remember, that was remember the first the time I ever had to deal with loss. Yes, I remember. Remember the Titans. Do you, did you know that they had to fictionalize making the other teams good? Like nobody stood yeah, a no. chance. They got they dominated everyone. Apparently, apparently it was two seasons. Apparently, what I've heard, uh, my wife is from that area, and her parents were like part of that happening what i've heard is that uh the the first year they just they just sucked tc williams couldn't figure it out and then the second year they bulldozed yeah. everybody that's what yeah i, I went at my freshman hall there was somebody i knew freshman year of college when i got there somebody like went to tc williams mm-hmm. and once the one i saw him wearing like a tc williams jacket i was like yo and he was like yo before you ask me about tc williams i'm gonna break a few myths for you just so i don't have to answer these questions once you ask them first of all we did not have stadium lights ever we have never <laughs> had stadium lights we played our games Saturday afternoons. Well, the last game was played in Roanoke. That's why there's stadium right. lights. But every stadium. game before that in the movie still had stadium lights. So that was one thing. Second of all, it was like, yeah, after we figured out how to play with black people, we just dominated everyone because we were the only team that had black people. We had a whole nother... Yeah, it was like we weren't ignoring half the population that could be just as good as sports. Right. And everybody else was playing with basically half a team. Right. And we Yeah, and face. so I was like, oh, wow, that just... That, that doesn't ruin anything about the movie still. It's still an amazing movie. But we Denzel. are... So far off the Spider-Man topic. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, are we? What even is Spider-Man? <laughs> Spider-Man is all. You mess with one in New York, you mess with all of us. That's right. That's what I'm trying to t- say. <laughs> Spider-Man you know? is us. You want to talk about a great American hero? Spider-Man. Spider-Man's just a guy you can get behind, man. He is. That's the There's thing. There's no is like, controversy with Spider-Man. Like, like... Imagine if in Batman versus Superman or, or one of those, instead of Superman being the one Batman hates, it's Spider-Man. Like he, like it just wouldn't happen. You know, he's the Poe Dameron of the of the MCU, and I know you're like, oh, well, hold on, Poe Dameron is the Spider-Man of the of the Star Wars right. universe. But like, okay? and and even, but every <laughs> Spider-Man movie kind of addresses the fact that Spider-Man is a little bit of a menace as well, like unintentionally. What do you mean? It's like even J. Jonah Jameson's like he's a menace to society. He is a menace to society. He's the reason there are villains. Right. Tony Stark was dealing weapons. What's so wrong with that, Peter Parker? Yeah. What's so wrong? Where do you think Tony Stark got all that money? And even Peter's like, but it's like every uh, every Spider-Man movie introduces the concept that spider-man kind of screws up every now and then and like you see him in this movie web somebody to their own car because he thought they were trying to steal it right and i thought that was so funny where like he there's no crime in in the in queens like you don't just see people robbing banks all the time i guess in this movie that happens but uh you know it's like like petty crime is not that heroic to stop like it is it absolutely which is why the last two spider-man last two spider-man did all their their spider-manning in manhattan yeah did they yeah that's the the thing yeah Best sandwich in Queen. Yeah, that was interesting. That the, the like he had this great relationship with the sandwich guy. Well, and then Miles Morales has this. Not Miles uh, Morales. Aaron and, Davis yeah. has the same relationship where he's like, you knew so yeah. and so, and he's like, yeah, best sandwich in Queens, and he's like, ah, uh, yeah, this is pretty good. And then pretty he good says, other one down the street. I, I like yeah. bread. I like a lot of bread. Donald Glover. Donald Glover deserves an Oscar for this movie. I mean, I don't know what we're really? doing. Really? Yeah, his no. acting was not that great in this movie. You didn't like? I did it? not like it. He was just kind of like weirdly chill. He's like the high yeah. thug, right? It's not like the old school thug. Right. He's like the new thug because spider-man from youtube i don't know i thought that was so great right. the spider-man was like a video blogger instead of like a photographer oh was he making his own videos is that what yeah. you're saying oh i didn't yeah well and you, and you see the first the first like five minutes of spider-man's footage are shot through his own cell phone right that's which true. i mean obviously He's they're like, not yeah, shot with an iphone they're shot with like an iphone filter over a red one but i'm here in in germany i don't really know why i'm in germany what do you think of that whole oh i loved sequence? it i love every single second of it it's like it's the other perspective of the fights that were going on yeah what is 
I thought what it was Tony, very Back to the Future What part does Tony two. yell? I, th I thought that was cool. To like, to Spider-Man, you know what I'm talking about? But when he grows and grabs the shield, what does yeah. he yell? I don't know, come on kid or something? No, no, it sounds, it's, I don't know. Hang on a sec. I'm going to do this research real quick. Give me some elevator music and post. Do, 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 do. So he yells, he yells underoos, which was a, a line of, of superhero underwear from the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what underoos no. are? I did not before this. We, this is, this never happens that I get a reference that you don't get. This is literally like you're Tony Stark and I'm Captain You literally America. just said you didn't know and what I, he yelled. So I don't even want to hear it. I didn't know what he yelled, but I know what underoos well, congratulations. are. Congratulations. You didn't know what it was. Well, now that I know what it is, I get the reference. Okay, great. I just, this is so weird. Is this what you feel yes. like all the time? Uh, that's uh, that's Riley. Yeah, this is this that's is what I feel like all the time when I get the references that nobody else gets. <laughs> I just want to soak this in for a second. Okay, that's fine. I like. I don't think this has ever happened. This happens. You watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and you just knew all of those songs. Most of them, yeah, most of them. I that did. That hurts. <laughs> I texted you out of the blue before you'd even seen that movie. A quote from I texted you and I said, "If her name is Brandy, why is she serving them whiskey and wine?" And you responded with, "Oh, Brandy from By Looking Glass." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know you watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two." And you were like, "No, I just know that song." I do. That's a super <laughs> famous like, song. To be fair. <laughs> Okay, but not Okay, so that I, I think that you song... would be surprised how few people from our generation. Okay, know so that I, song. I work with a guy whose wife is literally named after that song. Like she is named Brandy because of that song. Like it's a lot it's a lot I... more popular than than uh Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Swede ever was. Song belongs to me. Yeah, that that Brandy by Looking Glass. Also, Brandy is is a wine. Say little say Brandy, no finger, what a girl, you but yes, be. this is how I feel all the time. You are correct. I, I remember hearing that song and being like, oh my gosh, that's such a, that's such a banger. And then I downloaded it that day. Yep. It is a banger. That song does bang. Anyway, so he yells underoos. Now I know that. Even though I've heard him say that like 20 times. How many times have you seen Spider-Man Homecoming? Two times. Two times. Two times. How many times have you seen Civil War? Two times. Okay, so you've heard him uh, say How many times have I heard or seen the trailer for Civil War, which was a lot. I did not it know is it was in the in trailer. The trailer. Oh. It is in the trailer. So, yeah, that's why I was like, I, I've never bothered to look it up until right now. But I do, I did love the alternate perspective scenes. I thought that was really cool. Um, a little back to yeah, the Yeah, no, that was super cool. And it just, I love any kind of found footage type stuff. I did too. I also love Spielberg. Like, I would love a whole movie of, like, some unfortunate video blogger who was just in all the places that the un Avengers are happening. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, in unfortunate places. And I was like, well, one, Logan Paul did that. People were no, no, no. Then it, like, is, Two. like, there for the Battle of New York and the Battle of Sokovia. <laughs> And all that Two, stuff. Have you seen Cloverfield? Because I have. Like Cloverfield it. is one of my favorite movies. Yes, yeah, so uh, good. You know what other scene I loved is that they finally Which tackled one? the Spider-Man in the suburbs thing. Where like oh, Spider-Man like, doesn't can't work tree to tree. in the suburbs. Spider-Man would like only work in like New York or Chicago. Yeah, where there's like a ton of yeah, tall buildings. For sure, for sure. Uh, you know, Tokyo, London, Los Angeles. I don't think London would work. I've been to London. There's a lot of short buildings there. There's, they're tall enough. Yeah, but there's not like a big enough city. But he can also like jump know. from building to building pretty consistently. But like he rips the treehouse out of the tree. Right. <laughs> that whole scene was great. And the Ferris Bueller thing where he runs across the the, the lawn as, as the whole thing's happening. Like, yeah, and they shove it in your face and they're like, look, it's like Ferris Bueller. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. I, I did not. Little, it did not feel heavy handed to me. I, I'm having a hard time criticizing this movie. I really am. I think if this was in Ant-Man, you would have been like, mm, that was pretty heavy handed. Maybe. But like with, with Spider-Man, it didn't 
didn't feel heavy-handed. That's what I'm saying. It's like, with the character of Spider-Man, none of this felt heavy-handed. Even when Tony was like, can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? I thought that was a little like, okay, Tony. I Again, you I laughed. I liked it. Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel cheesy. It didn't feel cheap with Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man's not cheap is the thing. He's a real American hero. The, He's the literally, the only thing I didn't like about this movie was Flash. Oh, I didn't like Flash and, like, at all. Flash They call sucks. him Penis Parker. Yeah, I was like, why would you call him? I think that they were just like, we're going to say penis in a yeah. movie. Yeah. We're going to do it. Um, like, they went to Marvel and were like, can we say penis in this movie? And Marvel was like, yeah. Why? And they were like, can you trust us? And they were like, well, we let you do it in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. And uh, sure, whatever. Have fun. Fair enough. Drax. Drax asks. Yeah. If uh, Drax. Did you make man, a penis? Drax stuck. Took. Golly. Can we just talk about Drax no, for a second? No, we're talking about Drax. Stuck. Stock was up here. Now it's down here. It's like what Bitcoin just did to my wallet. Wow. Wait, what happened to Bitcoin? I haven't checked. Oh, it's just down. It's like 10 Here's my thing, Ethan. It's that I don't like... We have a niche audience, listeners. We know that you like Marvel and Back to the Future, apparently, and Star Wars. What kind of other stuff do you like? And I'm not talking about movies. I'm talking about music. Sounds like a great question for our Facebook group and our Twitter. Do you listen to music? <sighs> Let I us don't know, know if I can handle it if everybody is like, I don't listen to music. I'm not one of those people. I just watch the movies. I just get <laughs> baffled by people that don't ever listen to music. Like if you're like if your shower head and or the steering wheel in your car is not your but personal karaoke is, machine, is I don't we, know if we I make trust a podcast. There's a lot of people who listen to podcasts like instead of listening to music. I know. And to those people we say thank you so much. You can go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs to support this show and others like it. Alright, I feel like we're missing some stuff here. We we really haven't talked about the villain a lot. We really haven't talked about a lot of the movie. But... What's to know, Ethan? We both liked the movie a lot. Yeah, okay, well. I honestly did. That's the thing, is like I came into this week knowing that I was going to have to be the bad guy. And Why like, are you going to have to be the bad guy? Try to, because I know that you love I do this love movie. this movie. <laughs> right. So, like, this is like when, when we watch Captain America and you have to come in and be like, these movies are stupid. <laughs> yeah, but this is just not stupid. Uh, neither of those movies. This is better than those movies. Maybe. Okay. okay. Oh. So I'm going to ask you some questions. I, I want to, to just do some quick summary discussions, okay? okay? So how did how does your Tony Stark stock fare in this movie? Your Tony, Tony Stark, Stark is probably what I, I... I loved... Listen, okay. This is why I like Spider-Man Homecoming is because it takes you far enough out of the MCU but gives you Tony Stark that you can be like, like... Like, you can kind of appreciate him as a different character. But I don't think he's consistent with, like, Tony Stark's character development. He's very much like... Iron Man 2, the beginning Tony Stark, or Iron Man 1 Tony Stark. Do you see what I'm saying, or are you like... No, not... Think you're grabbing not, at straws. I don't think you're necessarily grabbing at straws. I mean, you do tend to do that when it comes to Tony Stark, but I, I don't... I don't just don't see it like i don't i don't get where you flesh that idea out a little bit more well okay like so help me I understand think... where you're coming from i want to know he's Can just you show me your feelings know. about tony like... um here's the thing and i like I, I don't think it ruins the movie i don't think it ruins tony's character but let's I, I'll, I'll accept with you that tony has developed a lot and had a huge character arc over the last 15 films yeah the last you know, 10 started years out as this yeah this playboy and then now he's like very serious working with the government to get the superheroes in line to you know the sokovia accords and all that and then in this movie he's like spending time in bali doing like a bali thing and he's like not giving peter parker the time of day and showing up himself even though he showed up for hulk an incredible hulk um you know when they were when it was but just he the did two show them, up but not the first time not when he rescued him no but when he cared he showed up he was in bali right peter parker says when he cared, he showed if up. you would cared you'd be here and then he pops out of the suit yeah i know that, that was, was a cool moment. moment and i loved it and i'm listen i'm all about it i'm all i am 
I'm game. I'm game for it. But I think getting Tony from where he was to that point started with Tony at a point where I don't see him being at the end of Civil War. Uh, which if we're to take that this is after Civil War, which it must be because the beginning is Civil War scene, uh, then it, you know, it doesn't quite add up for me because at the end of civil war he's like all beaten up about the the heroes and everything and in this one he's like and it's just the way that he talks to him is just a little bit weird and, and i guess what they they do to make that okay is in civil war they have his conversation with may and everything and he's able to kind of put on the like the pr face you know like the, the it reminds you that tony stark doesn't show the public that he's what he's going through right. on the inside well i mean know? i feel like what they did with with tony's role in this movie is like he's he's got to kind of do damage control on peter and the fact that they involve peter in the first place because, like, he clearly yeah, doesn't want to have the kid be an Avenger at first. Because he's a kid. Right. Like, I don't think that's unreasonable. And and he's just... But he's kind of like, wow, we involved this kid. We gave him a Spider-Man suit. Like, and then you can't right, take it he away. can't be that much of a dick. But at the same time, like, he's a liability. Tony's never Tony's never taken it away. Yeah. Like, uh, he let Rhodey keep the yeah. suit, even when he could have taken yeah. it back. He let uh, the kid keep the flashlight in Iron Man 3. And he let Spider-Man keep the suit. Like, he can't take it... Once you grant somebody this godlike power, you can't take right, it away. Right. So it's like, yeah, and and I, I really do think that the 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 suit was designed to be hacked. You think you think that they, they made it easily hackable? Yeah. What do you think of instant kill function? Uh, I guess Tony's a murderer. Yeah, it shows people. a lot about Peter though. It shows a lot what? about Peter though that he's like turn it off. Yeah. No, Peter wouldn't right. kill anybody. And that's the thing is like Tony. Uh, Peter's a proper hero. Right. They're also giving him a future problem where he's gonna need to make that decision a he's either gonna need to make the decision say words better than that jesus christ i think they gave him that decision in this movie where he could have let michael he could have let michael keaton die but he's gonna be faced with the, the the like where he may need to kill somebody he is also running into the problem where like what if he's compromised as peter parker yeah as spider-man like what if i mean thanos is clearly gonna have the mind stone that's true well i mean i think they already set you up that michael keaton is i guess on his side yeah now. because he saved him yeah because at the end of the day peter i mean uh, peter parker peter piper pecked a pick of pickle vultures uh michael keaton uh adrian tombs is just a He's a criminal. Like he's not. A, he's not, not a supervillain. Like he is. He's got. He's got he's, big crazy um, wings and stuff. But like he's just a. He's a. He's a crook. He's a robber. Right. He, he wants, wants very. To... He's an arms dealer. He wants very isolated things like local to the metropolitan area of of between New York and D.C. He doesn't even necessarily want to sell them to the street thugs. Right. It's like he doesn't yeah, know he's what talking he wants about to do out in the it. open. It's, and and the only person that was doing it out in the open was discount Walmart brand Tom Hardy. Yeah. You mean great value? Yeah. Tom Hardy? That guy. Yeah. You know. You know who I'm talking about right? The original shocker. The first shocker. You'd be shocker number two. The the guy that was shocker number one. Yeah, he looks like Tom yeah. Hardy, but cheap. You yes. think so? And he is somebody. He's been in stuff. I can't remember his name now, but like he is, especially with the beard and the and the hair like that. He looks like he looks like Mad Max, but not buff. Not yeah. buff enough. Is Tom Hardy buff? Uh, Mad yeah, Max? yeah, he's a pretty big dude. Uh, Max Rakatansky. I I I need to sit down and watch that. That was a great movie. It was a solid movie. Ah, uh, but yeah, so he's not like a super villain necessarily. Um. He's just, a, he's, a, he's a criminal, so he's, you know, real recognizes real there. It's like he realized that, that Peter's not a bad kid. He's not trying to hurt anybody. He wanted to make, he wanted to keep weapons out of his neighborhood, just the way Aaron Davis did. He's like, well, right. I got a nephew right. who lives here. Uh, yeah, that nephew comment rallies. makes a lot more sense now. Um, but yeah, he's like, I got a nephew who lives here. I don't want guns in these neighborhoods, which is like, even the thugs don't want this stuff around. Right. They're like, yo, I don't. Well, it's because it's, it's all about the new thug. The world right. is changing. And he's got you know? the, even he gets, he gives the whole speech while he's stalling to get the, the armor ready uh, where he, he talks about like, you know, I'm just a, a guy doing this for my family. Right. Uh, like this is all, this is all I'm, I'm ready for, you know? He is all about his family though. I think, I don't know. I guess he's all about his family and he keeps using that as the cover, but it's cause he's greedy, yeah. you know, like how much money do you make making a whole batch of these things? Enough money 
money to build a really more. nice house and have a jag. Right. Villains All drive jags. Yeah. I get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's just a guy. I don't know. My Michael Keaton stock in this one is high. I liked Adrian Toomes. Um, I'm glad he does appears to not be done. Who was the guy? Yeah, Who was the guy in like prison? Planning on coming. Uh, he's the scorpion. He was. Uh, uh, he's he's. He's in that. He's. I thought he was the original Shocker, wasn't he? No, original Shocker's dead. Oh. Discount Tom Hardy. Well, dead. Dead AF. Vaporized. He's the Scorpion. Is who he is. Uh, not the Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man: Homecoming is what I'm looking for. Um, let me see if I can find out for you. Okay. So. I guess you would have missed it if you weren't paying attention, if you didn't know what you were looking for. But the arms deal on the ferry is between Vulture and Shocker and Mac Gargan is who they're selling the weapons Yeah, I to. definitely missed that. So that's the guy in prison. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, the guy I in definitely prison. missed that and why Tombs knew him. Yeah. So they that's at least from this very quick article I'm reading on comicbook.com slash Fair enough. Uh, is, is what I'm reading. Okay, so what what did you g- give me a rundown real quick what did you really love about this movie and what did you really not love about this movie i really loved the acting on the primary and supporting roles so spider-man and villain and i really i really did like tony stark in this movie i don't know that i think he was like oh I oh, said, oh. those those are the questions throughout. i have so so where does this put tony in your in your tony theory like what 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 are the repercussions of him you're, you're saying he's not acting like tony stark would act right after um the events of civil war i i I kind of tend to disagree with that, but but that's fine. Where where does that put Tony on your like? What is this? What does this mean for Tony? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just don't know. I feel like I almost feel like he's been in too much at this point. Uh, I just don't feel like like if you just watch Tony's character throughout these films, he's very inconsistent on his character arc, and maybe that's what makes him Tony Stark is that he's just. But in what way though? Because I've never really felt this. So I guess he just like at the end of Civil War to me reminded me a lot of the end of or during Iron Man three where he's kind of PTSD'd out and he's like you know things aren't going as planned and I was just whooped by Captain America and. you know, the Avengers are now kind of on my side because I got them out of prison and I just built a new facility for them. But I don't really understand that. Why the government letting us build a new facility for the Avengers? Uh, oh, because I don't think Thunderbolt Ross is in charge anymore. Yeah, you think they were like, hey, you. Yeah, what? let's not treat these people like weapons. Right. I've privatized world peace. Yeah, so I don't know. To, to me, I, I maybe the Bali thing doesn't really stack up or wherever he is. Um, And that, I think gets, I guess, the one thing where I was kind of like, this is kind of confusing. But I think they just needed to show that Tony was somewhere else. Right. That he's not. Right, that he's present. not present and that he's it's not enough of an issue for Tony to come there personally at that point. So I think that was the important right. thing. So he could have been anywhere. He could have been, you know, Antarctica. Like, it, it, it sort of the same purpose. Right. I, I get that. Um, I guess, I don't know. I, I really don't know what I think about the whole my whole Tony theory right now. It's a little confusing. It could very well easily be that he's still not who he says he is and he's grooming Spider-Man. I think the whole, the part to me that, that still makes Tony looks a little suspect is that uh, if he made the suit intentionally hackable that he would include an instant kill feature in it. Yeah, but I mean, I, Tony's a preparer more than anything. Well, yeah, he wants to build a shield around Right, the like he's aware of the fact that there there are times when that is necessary. I don't think that that's the case. Batman doesn't kill the Joker. Yeah, Tony Stark's not Batman. I mean, he's the Marvel version. Yeah, but he's not, though. Like, he doesn't... That doesn't have to be congruous. Correct. Tony Stark has killed before. Yeah, Everyone we've has. seen him do it a lot. Not Spider-Man. No, not Spider-Man. But everybody except Spider-Man. I don't think he kills anybody. He doesn't kill anybody, right? I don't think so. Not directly. Man, he really screws up with that fairy thing. Yeah, like, a lot of people could have died. And even Tony gives him the, the business with that. He's like, what if people had died today? And Peter didn't really have an answer for that. What if you died? What if you died? I feel like that's on me. Oh, man. And and when Peter's like, I wanted to be like you, and Tony Stark was like, I wanted you to be better. And then what Peter should have said is, so like Captain America? 
No, but I liked Tony as the, my Tony stock rose in this one. I liked Tony as the, as the, I think Tony did a lot of growing very subtly in this movie. I agree. In the like, and, and they left the door open if they wanted to for him to be like a mentor type character. Yeah. If I they decide not to kill him in, in Infinity War. I'm pretty sure well, they will. You don't have any idea. So that's your speculation. That's and I mean, I that's... agree with you that speculation, but they, they are very, the writers at Marvel are very good at leaving themselves, not loopholes necessarily, but situations they can write out of. Oh yeah. I mean, they can. Like, aside from, like, literal, like, at this point, actually, they can do whatever they want. They can literally drive a stake through his heart and then, you know, freaking... Yeah. They did that yeah. already with Agent Coulson. And as far as the greater MCU is concerned that Kevin Feige is in charge of, that dude's not dead. Uh, but also, they've just got, like, a time relic and can just... Oh, we'll I really hope that. that doesn't become a, a thing they use. I don't think yeah, it will like, be. I think maybe maybe Doctor Strange gets killed, like, like that, immediately. That would just be... It's like, it's like in Forza, like the racing game, where you can just rewind mm-hmm. time until you get it right. You yeah. You can do that? Like, you can oh, you can annoying. run the same corner over and over again in the middle of a race until you get it right. Until you stack it up just yeah. the way you want to. Yeah. So you just hit Y it. and go backwards in time. Uh, y on an Xbox. Obviously, there's no Y on a PS2. A PS2, two, four, four. <laughs> triangle. Yeah. Um. So we've successfully not talked about Zendaya. That's awesome. Okay. Pointless character. World. She'll be she'll be a point full character in the future. And this is not the movie that I've seen her in that I'm right. But like, why are you so obsessed with her? Oh, the world doesn't deserve her. She's perfect. For what reason? She's just a super awkward, weird teenager, which she does that really well in this movie. But still, like, she's not the most amazing thing to ever happen. It is Tony Stark. Okay, what what are you referencing? Don't, don't worry about it. What? What has she been in or done that you were so obsessed with Zendaya? Actually, it's just as, like, a person, I think she's super interesting, and I have no oh, idea why. Okay, well, I have no love for MJ in this movie particularly. Uh, I don't dislike her at all. I just, like, it's what you've talked about nonstop leading up to this. It's just like, oh, my God, Zendaya's in this movie. Yeah. I'm like she's, like, irrelevant her. outside of this movie. Movie. She's in greatest you show. You hated that movie. No, I think I've decided. Well, you're I alone liked in it. that. No, I'm not. Fifty percent of people agree with me. I don't think so. Did it get a fifty on Rotten Tomatoes? Pretty sure. I believe huh. right there. That's not good. I would not see a fifty. That's not true. I've seen plenty of movies less than fifty. But I, you know, I don't actually really base whether or not I see a movie off Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I base it off the. Well, trailer. that and I, I base it on sometimes what people say on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I'll look at the reviews, and if everybody's like, "This movie is really boring," like it takes. Oh well, in case you're curious, fifty-four percent of critics liked it. Ninety uh, percent of audiences liked it. Well. That's okay. I, I had no interest in seeing it. But uh, you should see it. I, I think mean, you'd maybe. like it. There's a lot of movies I need to see before that, though, apparently. There's a lot of movies, just in general, that need to be seen right now. Golly. Yep. What a life. Let's yeah, do some that's ratings. what I was about to get to. Um, so, r- r- yeah. real quick, though, is there anything you, like, couldn't live with about this movie? Okay. No. Cool. I don't think so. So, villain ranking. He's good, man. I honestly, I mean, I don't think he's... I get a little... My only thing that I get hung up on with Michael Keaton in this movie is that he's very static. And he's gotta be, you know. That's the whole thing. He does it for his family, and if he doesn't believe that, then he can't do it. Right. Right. Uh... But it's just he has to keep saying it over and over again, you know, just just to, to beat it into the ground. That's about the only thing I don't like about it. Uh, other than that, and that's that's I mean that sounds like a harsh criticism for something that I think actually was done super well. Uh, but if you're gonna ask me to critic criticize something, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Better. But at the same time, it's like I can't, I almost can't rate him on the same scale as some of these other villains that we put near the top. Because he, well, he is just really, truly a different kind of villain, though. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, you know, the villains in these movies are, he's not like a Justin Hammer type or anything like that. You know, he's, 
He's more like an Obadiah. Well, no, he's not. I'm going to draw some No, because that's the thing is he doesn't, like, want world domination. Right. He just wants to make money. Right. And so, like, but that's a, that's a very Spider-Man thing. It's like a lot of Spider-Man's villains, even in the past movies, the comics, the TV shows, the video games, whatever you want to call it, are like, I want to run New York. Yeah, right. He even fights, I don't know if it's ever in any of the, the live-action media, but he fights Kingpin at one point. Yeah, New York, New York villain. Yeah. A lot of, Marvel's big into New York. I think that's where they were headquartered when they were so I mean, it was, it's the, the city, though. Like, right, but I mean, it didn't have to be. I mean, it's... Like, it could have been Chicago eh, or LA kinda. or... I don't think it could be Chicago. Boston. I mean, I don't think it could be... I think it would be Chicago before it was, like, St. Oh, Louis. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. But I, <laughs> New York makes sense. New York yeah. and Los Angeles is their two could've major... It could have yeah. been D.C. It is D.C. sometimes. Captain America Civil War, one of your favorite movies. Not Civil War. Uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier, one of your favorite movies takes place in D.C. I actually... I was in D.C. this weekend, and uh, my wife will be happy to hear this. I, I really, really like D.C. as a city. Um, I, I, I cannot deal with the people. It stresses it me is out big. to no end. Uh, and it's big. That's what I'm saying. Like, people. But, There's a lot uh, of people. Yeah, but, like, we went to the museums, and I got to see, like, Van Gogh's yeah. and Roscoe's so jealous. and Monet's. Um, and, you know, that was, that was like a surreal experience for me. And that was very, very cool. And just like knowing that that's just like something you can go do was very cool. I also have a huge appreciation for the Metro. I know last time you were on it, you had a bad experience. That was my fault. I found, um, I found my but fault. Yeah, that was your fault. Like, we're all good. Right, but it's, no, it's I mean, I, such... That weekend we spent in D.C. was great. I had a lot of fun. It's such a convenient yeah. thing. And D.C. is such a... There's a lot of really Yeah, good like, I'm starting... The really more and more I, I, you drag me around it, I start to enjoy it more. Yeah. There's a lot to it that I didn't appreciate when I was younger. But uh, I really like it there. I would, you know, I would spend yeah. more time there. And, and if we have to headquarter this podcast out of a city one day, that can definitely be on the on the list. Yeah, I can see that. But, uh... Um... I don't know that that day that will <laughs> Yeah, it, it seems... Inefficient. It seems. seems I feel like, like we're we're better off headquartering our podcast in like Wyoming, somewhere with very low rent. Yes. Like would love to have a successful Sweet. business in it, but. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we did villain ranking. Uh, let's, let's talk about it. Let me get the list up. Yeah. The movie? We got to rank the movie. Let I me know. get the list up. Hang on. Before you don't, I don't want any thoughts yet. Just give me a second. So I can tell you right now, when we get to breakfast food, this movie is not a black coffee. I can tell you that no, right now. It's it's. I, we'll get there. I I have thoughts, but we'll get there. Alright, uh, right now our list is Iron Man, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Age of Ultron, The Avengers, Doctor Strange. I'm reading this off a list that doesn't include Doctor Strange, but I know we put it there eventually. Captain America the First Avenger, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, Iron Man 3, Thor, Iron Man 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Thor the Dark World, and The Incredible Hulk. That was tough. Oh my god. Okay, so about halfway through that I realized you were going from top yeah, to bottom. And top to like... bottom. So... I think we can. Where, where can? Do we need to start from the bottom with this? You can go. You can take the bottom. Take the bottom five, five out. out. Okay. So it's better than Thor. It's better than the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, or Thor: The Dark World, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two, Iron Man Two, or Thor. Yeah. Is it better than Iron Man Three? Is it better yeah. than Ant Man? Yeah. You sound unconvinced. No, it is. It definitely is. I was gonna say if you're unconvinced uh, about Ant Man, the... we're gonna have some problems here. <laughs> No, no, I, I just saw the Rothko this weekend and Ant-Man's on my Is mind. it better than Captain America uh, the Winter Soldier? I think I think you and I are going to agree that the answer is yes, but I can see why people don't think so. Yeah, well, I mean, we put Captain America the Winter Soldier pretty low on the list compared to its yeah. its uh, Rotten Tomatoes ranking, at least. Yeah, compared to what, what like people who like these movies uh, have said to Captain me. America the First Avenger, is it better? The yeah. Avengers, is it better? Yeah. Avengers Age of Ultron, is it better? Yeah. You're becoming less and less thrilled with this. I know we're about to get... I know where you want to put it. Do you? I think you want to put it at number one. I do. One. I, I absolutely I want do to put not. it at number one. <laughs> 
Keep is going, it better than going, Guardians going, of the going. Galaxy? Is it better than yeah. Captain America: Civil War? Is it yeah. better than Iron Man? No. Okay. <laughs> I, at least we're in the but same ballpark. We're pitching, we're pitching on the same court. We're not like <laughs> right. you're not like oh it was worse than Iron Man two and I'm like it was better than Iron Man one. <laughs> right. This is regardless of where we come down on this. I just want to give this statement. This is the Spider-Man movie that we deserved for 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 fifteen yeah. years. I think I think you're being too hard. On you were a, a, an apologist of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I was. I think it was better than Tobey Maguire, but I still still didn't think it was good. I did I not like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I just want to put that statement I was, out there. I was. I did not like him in the role. I was. I was too young to know better. Oh, when I when I was eight, I liked him or nine, I guess. Yeah. Me too. You turned nine. Yeah, I turned nine. In Mar- yeah. In March. By when because I had the first two on DVD. When I went back to watch Spider-Man three. Before that, I watched the other two. In eighth grade? In yeah, eighth grade? Yeah, I did not like them as much then. I I would need to but watch like, them again to, to formulate an opinion. I have not watched I, listen, them I since then. This is... Except, I mean, I've seen scenes in passing. But Spider-Man 3 was so bad that it, it's I stopped wanting to watch the other two. I will say this. I will say this. That, like, this is definitely by far the best. Like, people who, who argue... You know, Tobey Maguire over this are just just wrong. Like they just are. Uh, but that I don't think that they were bad. I think as far as superhero movies at the time, they were the best. Disagreed. Ever. You think like Tim Burton? No, Batman? I think X Men. Those were good. You don't like no, Tim Burton, Tim Burton Batman. Batman? A lot of people make arguments that Tim Burton Batman. A lot of ma- people make Tim and, arguments uh, that Tim Burton Batman were also terrible. Those people are more correct. They weren't. Well, Tim Burton only did the first two. Which one was the Tim Burton ones? I always get him and Val Kilmer. So Michael Keaton did the first two, then Val Kilmer, then Clooney. That was all one contiguous series. Yeah, but it was two, maybe three directors. I think it was three directors. I think it was Tim Burton, Jared Bruckheimer, maybe. I mean, this isn't super relevant, but okay, Batman. So Batman, Batman Forever. Who did Batman Forever? Batman Forever was Joel Schumacher, produced by Tim Burton, and Batman and Robin was Joel Schumacher, just Joel Schumacher. What a so that one's the people that the one people criticize the most as Batman and Robin because that was Clooney that had the nipples had Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. as Mr. Freeze. Yeah, it was not great. But anyway, no, no, I, I think that X Men and X Two and X Three: The Last Stand were better than Spider Man One, Two, and Three. And I think that if you go back and watch them again, you'll agree with me. I think I don't know if you necessarily remember those movies. They were super good. Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier, awesome. But as it stands, I we've, we we have not figured out Spider Man yet. Tell me why it's better than Iron Man. I I don't know if I could. It's not it's not like I don't even know if it's a tangible thing. It's like I think they're they're in some regards almost the same movie. Except Spider-Man has to lean on and this is I know you don't like this objection, but Spider-Man does have to lean on prior heroes that Iron Man did not have. Right, to. but I think Spider-Man this Spider-Man movie made Iron Man a better character. And that it Spence not on how he acts and not only Ultron, affected not only advanced Spider-Man stock, but it it rose Tony Stark stock. Tony Stark. We need like a ticker. What do you mean? Like a stock the ticker. Stock of all these characters. Yeah. So why was it? And, and that's the thing is, I don't necessarily know if I could. But, but the whole time I've just been rating it on like, how did I feel about the movie? What was my gut reaction? Did I enjoy watching it? And I enjoyed watching this more than I enjoyed watching Iron Man. Barely. 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 I hear you. So why is it? So if so, make a convincing argument in the other direction. Since I can't necessarily. I think that Iron Man is better because I am not convinced by the supporting roles. Like when you watch Iron Man and Gwyneth Paltrow throws out Christine Everhart because she says, and sometimes I take out the trash. That's a freaking dynamo. It's a great line for sure. You don't have one of those scenes. We spent like 45 minutes talking about a Vanity Fair interview on Iron Man. Like like a 30 second one where Tony Stark knew everything he was going to say because he was so confident. He was so Tony Stark. And I think, listen, I hear you. Tom Holland is so Peter Parker. Well, he's so Spider-Man. And I hear that. I don't know. I didn't like... 
I liked, um, oh gosh, this is embarrassing that I said liked it and I can think of his name. The guy in the cave. Uh, Jensen. Ho Jensen. 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 I liked Jensen more than I liked Ned. You know, I like. I think I like Ned more than Jensen. Yeah, I think Ned was a better character. I don't, I, maybe, maybe. This is a sticking point for me. I didn't particularly like. So Ned. what's what's up that's, with Ned? I mean, what what's your hang up there? I feel like as a friend, he does not respect Peter's desire to like not tell the world that he's Spider Man very much. Like he's making it harder for Peter to keep this secret and be like tell people that the Stark internship is just a VMI. Yeah, but scholarship. like that's the Spider Man thing. That's a, that's a, that's a right, that's I, a a, a Spider Man trope. And to some extent, they had to include these these Spider Man tropes. Is it like Spider Man eventually gets found out because he's one of the the only one. With the secret identity right right so Where's he gets found out every time and they're just constantly there are people nobody there are people in his mask? life making it harder for him none of the avengers hmm. yeah no they all none of them have secret much. identities except and wears a mask so does tony stark but he's not yeah but i mean i guess they they know who scott lang is yeah i don't know maybe you can make a case for ant-man there but like he has a secret identity and this is the thing that keeps coming up is that like there are people in his life that make that harder even liz does it when she just like straight sells him out in front of her dad yeah you yeah, left like, remember no, i didn't you're selling me out to the vulture right now what the hell man that's the vulture so i and and maybe you can make that point about ned that's a valid point I think I think the villain was better than Obadiah Stane. Yeah. Really? Obadiah Stane's a pretty me mediocre villain when all is said and done. Hmm. And I don't think we have him rated particularly high. No, I don't think so either. But I have no idea. <laughs> and then the Tony Stark, like, 10% thrust. It's a classic film. I agree. There's more, like, scenes like that in Iron Man. Because they have to sell the series. They sell the whole yeah, they series. they have to sell, what, 20 movies? And then get rights to the X-Men and get a whole right. 20 like, So I, I think, and, and you can't underestimate the fact that Iron Man's done that. And, and I mean, for that reason, I'm cool putting it, too. Like, that's fine. I just, I, I feel like it should be number one, and that's, but I, I don't have to be right about this one. I gave, you, you gave me a first Avenger. I'll give you this one. I just feel like, here's where I'm, here's where okay, I'm a little go hesitant. For it. And this is, so Spider-Man Homecoming is awesome. It really is. And it deserves to be in the top three through all the movies we've seen so far. But we're going to have to do Ragnarok. Yeah. Okay. That's almost part of the reason I'm not fighting you on this. And Ragnarok is very good. Okay. And I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't know where that falls either. I don't right? know, man. I haven't, it's not been that long since I saw Ragnarok. I can't tell if, but like, I don't know if I think Ragnarok is better than Iron Man or if I think that Iron Man is like an exalted film and Ragnarok and Spider-Man are the closest you're ever going to come, but you're still not going to beat it. We'll talk next week. And I, I need to watch Ragnarok again because the comedy of it is what has stuck with me and maybe that's what's making me be like, okay, well, you just did completely rewrite some characters. But uh, also, so. I, and I think you just made some, you may have shot yourself in the foot with it, is the fact that the, the, the comedy moments are the points you just pointed out about Iron Man as like why it deserves to be number one over Spider-Man. So we'll, but we'll see. But that's, that's my reason that I'm not necessarily fighting you with this is because I think that Ragnarok is better than Spider-Man wherever we decide to put Spider-Man. Spider I don't know. That's what I'm I'm not that concerned about right now because I know I, I almost yeah. want to watch it again. What, Iron Man? <laughs> Go watch Iron Man again. Yeah. It's on Hulu. I can do that. <laughs> What a weird I thought this was going to be easy, man. Iron Man 1, the first movie we reviewed, is on Hulu. I'm like, great. All I got to do is buy Hulu. It'll be awesome. All the Marvel movies will be there. They're no. all going to be there. I've had to go to the dark web for these. Uh, <laughs> the dark web? Like the Venom symbiote? Yeah, I had to ask the symbiote for this movie. I'm going to say, I feel... We can put it at two. I'm going to say two, but I think there's going to need to be... Here's what I'm thinking. is After we finish Black Panther, we're going to have some time. So I think we may want to revisit the whole structure. I disagree with that. We just revisited list. the structure last week. I agree. But, I mean, you're correct. But just just, just glance at it again. Okay, well, I mean, do, is there something you think we have misplaced? I think I know what it is. Um, I know what you think What you think we have misplaced. Ant-Man. What do you think I, we have misplaced? Oh, no, that's really? not what I was thinking. I was going to say Age of Ultron. You think it's, it's worse? I don't think it's as good as the Avengers, but I, I could be I wrong. mean... I think that's my, like... 
I, I think I said this last week or maybe it was two weeks ago that like me saying that is just hearing the peer right, pressure. Like, of I the liked world. Age of Ultron better than the Avengers, but to me they're pretty much stuck together one way or the other. Like they're right. they're almost two parts of the same movie. Right. Uh, but I'm cool putting Spider Man too. I'm cool putting Spider Man Homecoming at numero dos. It's sanctioned. So far, not one person has listened to our ratings and been like, I could not. Yeah, no, more. I mean, <laughs> that's okay. So if you had to give this movie a breakfast food, what is it? I think it's something that's just right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, I'm not going to say Baby Bear's Porridge because I got this wrong in an email recently. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to correct you, but like you'd already sent the email. It's <laughs> <laughs> very embarrassed about that. It's Baby Bear's is just but it's right like, it's, because he's the same age as Goldilocks. I, yeah. Like, I she's not going to like the chair for a mom or a dad because she's a kid. I know, but in my mind, it was that dad was too burly and Baby Bear was. And some and, moms uh, in the middle. I got you. I understood that. And, and and it almost looked right when you said it. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. But you'd already sent the email, so I was just like, whatever. They might say yeah. something, they might not. Whatever. <laughs> he, he's an idiot. You got called out. <laughs> I did get called out. Um, uh, is, I mean. But it's not, it's not Baby Bear's porridge, but it's like. To me, what keeps coming to my mind is like correctly toasted toast with butter. It's just right. I don't know why this is what's coming to mind. Do you? Have I was gonna else say it's 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 like a slice of pizza that got better by leaving it in the fridge overnight, and you wake up. You wake up the Couldn't next morning and you're like, oh man, cold pizza sounds awesome right now. Because it's New York and because it's something that's already been done. It's true. And you got chill thugs, high thugs in this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be cold. It's just like, I like cold pizza. Sometimes cold pizza is better than hot pizza. I would I would, I would, make that argument. Is there sometimes that I've thought about buying a second pizza just to throw one in the fridge? I'll be, I'll be 100% real with you. Uh, I'm not crazy cold about pizza. cold pizza. Cold I'll pizza. eat it. Uh, but I am I am a huge fan of like 30 second microwave Ooh, no. pizza. Can't do that. Nope. Once it gets cold, it stays cold for me. Once it gets no, cold, see, throw some see, uh, I... Frank's Red Hot on it and just crush it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's just, that was the first thing that came to my mind and maybe I'm just stuck on New York and now I want some freaking pizza. I, I actually am like not even remotely in the mood for pizza right now. It's very strange. I'm just hungry. Uh, I'm not. I had, I had cheese, cheese and crackers, not crackers, cheese and, cheese and chips. chips for this. Cheese and chips. Sounds like a weird way to say chips and dip. It's a chip and dip. It's a chip and dip. Seinfeld. Easy. Yep. Okay, so what are we going with? The jerk black store coffee. called their run. No, it's not black coffee. <laughs> Although I had an order. I, I was at work the other day, and uh, I one of my coworkers was like, hey, I'm going to McDonald's. What do you want? And I was like, oh, I'll get a steak and egg uh, biscuit, steak and egg bagel with a black coffee. And he was like, Jesus, do you want a cigarette with that? Because it just sounded like a cigarette <laughs> breakfast. I would agree with that. <laughs> I said yes. I did not <laughs> <laughs> uh what did i don't know man i don't know i'll take your cold, cold pizza, the cold pi- the pizza that got ba- like it maybe it wasn't that great a pizza to begin with and you left it in the fridge overnight and you're like oh let me give it another shot give me one more chance i just want you to know that like in the end we're gonna have some list somebody out there is gonna make a list of all the movies breakfast foods and they're gonna correlate that to like a one through 20 yeah. or whatever <laughs> like the second best breakfast you could possibly <laughs> eat is cold pizza. I think we should make a vlog series. Of us like yeah. eating the movies. Once once I move it's back to town, idea. we'll just go back through all the episodes and just like idea. eat them. Yeah, eat, eat the, the episodes. episodes. We're, today we're at freaking Denny's. <laughs> we had to find a Denny's. <laughs> There's one on, oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bacon and Eggs. Uh, if you came to this after a swoop, you know what the deal was. Uh, this has we been a great episode. Stuff. I love this movie so much. Thank you guys for listening to us talk about Spider-Man. Spoderman Homecoming. Spoderman. Spoderman. You're saying his name like it's, saying like Spider-Man. it's his last name. Like, like Bill James. Spider-Man. Like it's his name. <laughs> friends <laughs> uh we had a good time this week we, we always have a good time doing this show 
Uh, as always, you can you can you can support this show uh, if you have a few bucks to spare. Maybe uh, head over to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs uh, slash bacon and eggs, and you can we have merch in the doobly doo uh, as well. There's merch. Have, there is shirts that you can purchase with our with not with our, our faces, logo but our logo them. on them that you can in wear three colors. As you can wear them wherever you want. You can wear them to the store. Send us a picture with hashtag bacon and eggs of you wearing the shirt. No, just at bacon and eggs twenty three of you wearing the shirt. We will that works. Guaranteed that works too, retweet that. Anyway, guaranteed. Trying to get a trending that hashtag. Every day that's cool. Week. Listen, yeah, man. We're not going to. I can tell you that right now. I can t- dream <laughs> I can big. Tell you what's not gonna happen? Dream. I'm dreaming big. Got to got to hustle first. Uh, th- thank you though so much for listening. Go to the Patreon to to uh to donate. You can also buy our merch. The links in the doobly doo. You can also follow us on Twitter at Bacon and Eggs Twenty Three, where we're doing a lot of fun giveaways and stuff like that. We just actually gave away a copy of this movie that we just reviewed. Uh, the digital copy that came with my second copy of the DVD. And that went to um, at May Skirm. And we're going to be doing more stuff like that, whether it's pop figures, whether it's, uh, you know, digital downloads, whatever you want, really just let us know. And we'll try to make it happen. I mean, we can't give away like hoverboards or whatever. We've got a, like a $20 limit here <laughs> at Bacon and Eggs. <laughs> uh, I've been Ethan Edgehill. That's been Tyler Carlin. I'm at Wow Now, but the O's are zeros. And he is at Americarlin. You can get us both at Bacon and Eggs 23 or by emailing us at Bacon and Eggs Media at gmail.com. Our art, 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 I can't say artwork. Our artwork is by Vaishan Brandon. Uh, contact us for our contact information and we'll give it out. Our artwork and merch. Yeah, also is our by merch Vaishan. is by Brandon. Thanks so much for the merch, Vay. And yeah. uh, join our Facebook group. It's been a lot of fun. Um, it'll get you nice perks and stuff. Yeah, any uh, any giveaways we do, Facebook group members, uh, if they give a, if they participate in the giveaway on Twitter, they get their names in the hat twice. It is literally a hat. Yeah, I, I drew, uh, I, I wrote into. them all on small slips of paper and drew them out of a hat, like an actual baseball uh, it's a good cap. good time. Yeah. Um, he's going to be doing it on Instagram Live next time instead of just uh, not doing it on Instagram Live. So we're going to be on all sorts of social media platforms. We want to be as involved with you as you can possibly be. Whatever your uh, inst- whatever your social media of choice is, honestly, if you direct message either of us or if you email us, there's a, like almost 100% chance that we will respond. Um, more likely than not, we'll tell you to join the Facebook group. If you if you, but if you DM respond. me on Instagram, I may never see it. That's true. Yeah, that's the hard. That's one. the one I get but, the least uh, notifications for. So yeah, hit us up somehow. It's been great talking to you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bacon and Eggs, a movie review podcast. I've been Ethan Edchill. That's been Tyler Carlin. Until next week, or even Dirty. A lint is a shell's best. Hi, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. Wow. Hola, buenos días y bienvenidos a Bacon and Eggs con Tyler Carlin y Ethan Edgehill. Tenemos muchos cinemas. I don't remember the word for movie.